Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Vamos Marauders podcast. My name is Benton. Welcome. I'm Zach. We we have some matches to talk about, and not the best of, weekend. Not yeah, mixed bag. But before we want to get into that, I want to shout out to everybody who made a donation to the St. Baldrick's uh, donations that the Coopers were running for the Angel Share program. I didn't get the official like spot on number, but I'm told it was about $1,300 raised to combat uh, pediatric cancer, which is absolutely incredible outpouring of generosity awesome. from the soccer community here. Um, I was told even some indie fans donated um, on Saturday. So that was a really awesome outcome for that. So if anybody listening did make a donation or con- contribution towards that, thank you so much. Very awesome. But now things go downhill because then we have to talk about our two matches. And now we got to talk about the game. Well, I mean, it starts <laughs> off uphill if we're yeah. going in chronological order. Yeah, let's see. Actually, I believe uh, I believe you had a unique experience to the match. Oh, I see. I had I had the good view for this game, so I can I can definitely break it down because yeah, it's um David from the Coopers who we've been working on Tifo stuff. Uh, I got a text like we were, we were on the way to the game and got a text like, hey, my wife got box seats through work and we have we have an extra ticket. Do you want to use it? I was like, yeah. And so uh, which worked out great because um, we got to keep our daughter Chuck out of the elements. <laughs> so because it was not the best weather. So it was, it was awesome. But man, the boxes at the stadium are awesome. <laughs> And you're like, living that that rich lifestyle. I don't know. Can you go back to sitting in an open seat? We were two boxes down from Nadia. You just like looked over and Nadia was <laughs> was like 20 feet away from us to the right. Uh, I, wonder, I wonder if the club has a box reserved for, for podcasters. We need to ask about that. Uh, see if we can get in on that. Got to see uh, Bonner. Jim, Jim's dad was in that same box with Nadia. Um no vegetarian options in the boxes either, though. It's a, a running theme at the stadium. Uh, it's for a carnivore crowd. But whatever. We ate before we came, so it's fine. It's Had we, yeah, I, I was kind of glad we didn't find out about the box till last second, or else we might not have eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, like right on, right down on the field, um, 
<laughs> Our daughter loved it because you've got that little like porch area in front of the box with seats, but it's like, it's a little, you got more space there than in the regular stands. And so our daughter's like a little over two years old. And so she got to run along the rail in the front and scream and yell at the players. And she found a flag in the box. So she started waving that. It was a little city flag, but she didn't care. Yeah. She was waving that around going, go team, go team. <laughs> <laughs> and we kept having to keep her from trying to climb over the rail in the front and jump down in the stands. Out of control. So, yeah, that part of the game was great. And the the game started great. Uh, so I heard, I yeah. Mean, like, so they tactically, there was a little bit of a shift this game. I noticed that I think uh, Florida Lee FC, Michael, noticed it more than I did. But they we were sort of had shifted into more of a two, two striker up top um, for the press. So McDonald and um, and Kaiser we're sort of we play, sort of played a four four two with them up top um, this game and the press I thought looked really good for the first half. That's like um, I know they've mentioned they want to do more pressing. Like ever ever since Mario took over last season, that's been the thing is that they want to do more pressing than we were doing early last year. And um, I thought early on that that looked really good. I both of their goals pretty much came off the press in the first half yeah i was gonna say um, Kristen. um Kristen davis's that was all offensive aggression earn, yeah. earning that one yeah Kristen davis is all from the press and even jess even jess as i thought I, I can't remember exactly where the goal came from but i seem to remember that was also seemed to be a product of of the high press and the high line, yeah. the press and the high line contributing to that one too mm-hmm. um but uh Scary moment, really. I, I mean, McDonald's goal came after this, but it seemed to me like the the pace of the game changed a lot when Fox went out. It, she went out like the thirtieth minute. Uh, I haven't seen anything on how bad that injury was. I'm assuming because it's just the Challenge Cup, they were really, really conservative mm-hmm. and probably would have taken her out even if it wasn't super serious, just because these games aren't aren't regular season games have you heard anything about what no no i haven't either in fact i i didn't get to watch the the match in its entirety unfortunately due to other obligations and i was trying to specifically find out like what happened in that instance and i I, it wasn't in the replay i guess for um or the 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 youtube replay that i that was watching and saw so i'm not i'm I didn't get to see like firsthand how bad it was, but I've not heard any reports on okay. how she's currently doing, but I would probably, lean I, with I would imagine if it was super serious, we would have heard something yeah. already. So, um, but yeah, fingers crossed there, but they definitely, um, they put in Lester for Fox. And I think that's the first time we've seen yep. her. So a new, new player. Um, but I, I think just the, the pace seemed to change after that. I mean, Fox mm-hmm. is one of our quickest players um, and Game gets changer. up front and helps the attack. Uh, so definitely, I think in what is becoming a running theme, I think they played a pretty good first half and then were just just completely disappeared in the second half. 
Yeah, it sounds like a, it's a tale of two halves where yeah. where Houston uh, made some adjustments of their own that racing was just unable to respond to and just kind of young team collapsing. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I made the joke on Twitter that I've got I've got another format change suggestion for the Challenge Cup next year because everybody wants to change it up. I think we should go with 45 minute games next year. I think that's fair. I guess, yeah. I, it, you know, it's a tournament. We don't want to add too much to the players yeah, schedule. Yeah, I'm Just with cut you. it off at the 45. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we went into halftime to nothing feeling good. The press was working a little concerned about Emily Fox. Um, and then I would like to apologize to all of the racing fans because the loss is my fault, and I did jinx the team because they scored two goals while we were watching from the box, and then and then we left the box in the second half to <laughs> to we left the box and said we have to go say hi to Becky, and from the time we left the box and said hi to when we got back to the box. We went from being up two to nothing to down to <laughs> three to two. <laughs> All three goals happened on our walk to say hi to Becky and walk back. <laughs> now, folks, when you're listening to this at the end, Zach is going to tell you his Twitter handle and make note of that so you can send all your I, vitriol towards him. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is if if anyone from the front office list is listening, if we want to win the rest of the season i guess i'm just gonna have to get box seats for for all the rest of the games and that, like that makes sometimes you gotta me. do what you gotta do to win games yeah i mean whatever works and that seemed yeah. to have worked so um i mean i don't remember a whole lot about the other goals because they happened while i was walking but it was um i mean it just seemed like it was a one, two. And then we, and then a little bit later, yeah, is when Houston was getting a lot of chances and getting forward. We like the team. Dan said, well, I know some people were maybe a little mad about the penalty call on the third goal, but um, like I went and watched the tape and that was like a legit penalty that, that was almost the exact situation where Jogo drew the penalty last season where he did a pump fake and the defender slid and he cut back the other way and, and got a handball call on mm-hmm. the, the arm, the trailing arm and pretty much the about. exact same thing happened. Um, but to Louisville this time, yeah. but it's like, I think if, if it were reversed and that were not called a handball, people would be furious. So I, I maybe do not believe people too much when they say they're furious that that was called. That was a <laughs> travesty. Yeah. Cause it was like, Hey man, like, she bit on the fake and then the ball and then hit, hit the ball with her hand. That's like, yeah. that's, that's a handball. <laughs> yeah. Now um, it was a, from what, from the little that I saw of it, it looked like it was a chippy match. Like from the beginning, yeah. I think I, I think the first yellow card was handed out like in the third minute. How many were there? Total? After One, down? two, three, four, five. Yeah. Five yellow cards, mostly the Houston. I think yeah, they Freya were pretty, got one uh, of the 60th pretty minute. aggressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess the positives are I like press looked good in the first half. So I think it seems like maybe 
maybe as the team rounds into like midseason form and the conditioning improves a little bit, hopefully they can continue that mm-hmm. for for a full game because it definitely it definitely seems like there's a second half drop off drop yep. drop off in these first two matches. Now, do you consider this match is this a a step forward from the first match? Kind of about the same, going backwards. What like your I would say. Viewpoint? I would say the first half was a step forward, but overall the whole match was about the same. Uh, but like you definitely, they definitely looked better in that first half than they did at any point in the first match. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And it appeared um, that uh, like players like Jalen, Howe seemed a little bit more settled, which would make sense. You know, she got the, that first professional match under her belt. And so a little bit of those yeah. nerves gone. Well, and, I mean, Davis specifically looked a lot more like she was a much more aggressive in this game. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah, definitely from from the rookies sell a little bit of pro- progression. Um, um, I saw Jalen was taking some free kicks. So I, I think it's nice to see already already getting in getting in some free kicks as a rookie. Yeah, um, I we've not seen, I think, anything close to peak Jalen yet. Yeah. So, yeah, she got a um, got a high ceiling, but I mean, yeah. we'll take the little wins where we can get them. So if that's getting some of our new key pieces, a little more comfortable, a little bit more familiar, you know, I'll take that. And like you pointed out before, like this challenge cup, like it's still technically, you know, air quote preseason. Yeah. So, I mean, I, as much as they want to win, like if we're like, going to have bad s- nights, let's let's get them out of the way now so they can learn from that. I don't want to speculate on because I've I still not found out what happened with with Emily Fox, but it seems like maybe if that were a regular season game, they would not have been so quick to, cause it, they, yep. they subbed her like immediately, immediately. Like they were not playing around. Yeah. I think it was a head thing, right? Where, um, so yeah. they, I mean, maybe there were concussion concerns, whether, I mean, I whether they're precautionary or if they legit thought Jalen got hit in the face. I mean, it was a chippy game. Like I, I think yeah. she caught an elbow at, at some point too. She, it's hard to tell from the stand, but it looked like she might've had a little bit of a blade nose afterward uh, after a collision. So, um, so, I mean, looking at the, at the numbers of the match, I mean, obviously we lost three, two, the, uh, the XG story. I know there's some non-believers out there, (laughs) Michael, uh, but it didn't seem to paint. So it I'll say paint, you can be... paint a more dire picture than I think it was. And I, again, I think I, XG I don't think may, might perfect. not be a hundred percent accurate, but it's oh, definitely, agree. if it's a wide margin like that, then that that's meaningful. <laughs> like I would like, if you have like 0. 0.3 XG more than the other team, it's like, that's in the noise, but two to 0. 0.5 is pretty, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty dominant. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to turn this into like an, an XG debate or whatnot, but, but the, but the point I was trying to get that is, is, made it it made it look like that louisville city was not very uh, very offensively efficient or creating well, and- a lot of good opportunities and i mean if you look at it graphically you can see it's a lot less in the second half than the first which kind of- and it tells the story of like almost all of louisville's xg was from the first half they they really did not have anything going moving forward in the second half yeah so that kind of seems to i guess align with the with the eye test there so yeah. Tough day in yeah, the office, I, you know. We still have a lot of these Challenge Cup games left. Playing double round robin, yeah. They're still they've played two of uh, two of six. Yeah, at this and, point. 
not to make excuses for, for racing Louisville, but I think in the second half is when the rain starts to come in. And that's, you know, that's gotta be at least a little bit of a factor, right? Yeah. That is when we move too generous. the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you're thankful you had those seats yeah. or even more thankful. I should say <laughs> living that sweet life. Yeah. Drinking all that free diet Coke, diet Pepsi. Sorry. Sorry to the sponsors for the team. Great. I would prefer if it were Diet Coke. They're going to pour complain more about money. the food at the stadium. Diet Coke's, Coke's much better than Pepsi. Oh, goodness. All right, I did so. notice, uh, I think we're, we're, we're moving up in the world, but I think, I think my complaints are falling on ears at the team. Cause I, I did notice at the, uh, at the Louisville city game, which was freezing, uh, the, uh, the hot cocoa was in normal sized cups this time. And it was several dollars cheaper than it was before. <laughs> maybe they got a, a, a burner Twitter account following you secretly. Yeah. I think maybe the Tiki stand was not charging the correct price or putting them in the correct cups or something, but I, I did but notice that, that, that part. Was game. Yeah. <laughs> let, let them do whatever they want to do. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's beneficial for us. Improvement. It was, they were, they were the size of cup you would expect and about the price you would expect for hot, hot cocoa this time. So yeah. I'll give, I'll give props. W- whatever was wrong there got fixed. <laughs> now, hopefully we won't need hot cocoa again until like the end of the season, because I'm, I mean, this cold, I'm, this cold stuff. I'm down for hot cocoa, even in the spring. Like I'm not, I don't want hot cocoa when it's 90 degrees out, but if we're on like a 50, 60 degree game, I'll probably still get hot cocoa. Keep that stocked. We don't. We don't only need that for when it's thirty degrees out. Okay. The the point I was trying to make though is that we're kind of over the the weekend weather being crappy and the midweek weather being nice. Would be nice if we could get some it's good bullshit. Weather. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's. Uh, well, everyone is shoving this in my face because I did say I'd prefer to switch to the world calendar. Like these would be the good games. I'm like it's been warmer than this this winter. This 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 would be cold even if we played all winter. Yeah, I'm. I'm not with you on that one. You're going to have to fly solo on that thought. <laughs> I like this. I'm more right at summer, but it's not like they stopped playing in March on the winter calendar that like the games would still be going at this point on, in that shift. Yeah. <laughs> they go, they go oh. up until up into the summer, basically. Like May at shorter, latest, right? It's more of like, it's like a year round school type deal. Like the, you get a shorter summer off season than our normal off season right now. So you end up, you end up playing like into the into the summer at the end of the season, and then you kind of start while it's still late summer for the next season, and you get a little yeah. bit of a winter break. I'd be fine get, with that. I don't want to get too much down this rabbit hole. Do you really want to compete with for the, Finland. the NFL, the, uh, the college basketball? That like summer's a little more compatible if you're if you're comparing like competing interests. See, but what I'm saying is like their playoffs would be way after all that stuff is done still. So, yeah, we'll see. I think uh, maybe that... NBA NBA goes pretty late into the summer, but anyway, it's like April. But all right, let's talk about the next match. How about that? <laughs> Sounds so, good. Racing Louisville is hitting the road for the first time this season, going to play the Chicago Red Stars, who have they beat the uh, the Houston Dash three to one, and then they lost to Kansas City two to one. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, even though they've not had a good start with as many games as there are in the round Robin, I mean, they're still completely alive <laughs> to, to mm. advance because of how it's, how it's gone. So, so. we're going to get to see, uh, see Yuki again. Yep. 
It's Chicago. Chicago is weird this year. Like, I mean, they lost some big names in the offseason, lost their coach. It was it was a huge mess at the end of the year last year there off, off the field. Mm. Uh, but like they still have like a good core of players. So I'm I am curious to see how their season goes this year. Like I I legitimately think they could make the finals again or they could be terrible. Like <laughs> it's yeah. hard for me to see. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but on the FOTMOB app, their roster is all kinds of like whacked out. Like <laughs> they still Julia, have Ernst on there. Yeah, she's still on there. But if you click <laughs> on her, she sh- it shows that Angel City is her, her team. Yuki's now. I was because I was looking I'm like where the hell's Yuki? I, I mean, that's where she went. Like so. Yeah, just you know, footnote for people who use FOTMOB. That doesn't seem to be be doing too well. Yeah, I, come on, FOTMOB guys, got to pay attention to Woso. <laughs> Keep it up. They'll get a road test, which will be yeah, be good to see early on how they how they react to that. Yeah, see how they do outside the uh, the confines of a uh, friendly venue. So another interesting challenge, especially you know for the rookies, first time on on the road could be a that's that Sunday them. game. No, I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, you're making me second guess it now. I don't think that's right. Oh so no, it's Wednesday. 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 Yeah. yeah, I was go. gonna say. Yeah, okay. Because it's Wednesday, we play the uh, Red Stars, and then Saturday it's Wednesday, we play and Kansas then City. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So, I think Kansas we'll, City is Monday. It's the fourth, right? It's the second. It's the second. There we go, well, man. According uh, to Fat Mob, who didn't I'm on do very Sofa well Score, I'm on Sofa Score, and they use uh, uh, they use the European order for the dates, and it throws <laughs> me off every time. <laughs> gotcha. I'm sure you can adjust that. In I keep seeing somewhere. the three, thinking it's the day and it's the month. So yeah. there we go. But um, yeah. So that's gonna, that, to just that's look another, it up online. They have it. On, they have the schedule on the internet. Yeah, look somewhere. You'll get yeah. a, You'll get an email before the game. Now it, it will be interesting because this is going to be a little, uh, little um, fixture congestion for them. So um, kind of see what happens there, playing time wise, you know. And we've not seen a ton of shakeup with the roster, so I think might get to. I, I'm assuming with the schedule congestion, we'll get to see a bunch of players we haven't quite seen yet, mm-hmm. which I look forward to. Yep. Um, I guess something to note. Um, um, Savannah DeMello uh, checked in near the end. So it's the first, it's the first time we've gotten to see her in a challenge cup game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of surprised. Um, oh gosh. I didn't look up pronunciations for the podcast. Uh, Gordon, uh, <laughs> the, the new pickup uh, who was playing in Russia that they mm-hmm. like, she just signed with the team. Like, last weekend so i was yeah she checked in in the 80th minute so i I think some some good some hopeful news there that like it seems like the new players are integrating very quickly (laughs) yeah that's that's always a very good sign all right well how about we pivot over let's talk about the little city side of things all right you yeah you enjoying this podcast Like sharing Louisville events and news with like-minded individuals? Love being a part of the Louisville community? This podcast is part of a first-of-its-kind podcast network at thestateoflouisville.com. With daily news and opinions, seven podcasts, webcasts, and more, the State of Louisville is your home for anything and everything Louisville. Check them out at stateoflouisville.com today.
a, I don't know, a, a technically a better result, but probably more disappointing game. Yeah, it was, it was a weird one. So I guess the first thing to talk about is probably the formation shape. Okay, yeah. So, so we, I think we officially, this is the first time I've seen we ran the full 3-4-3, like committed that we had three, we had three center backs on the field. Like, cause I know, I guess they've sort of on the lineup sheet that listed as a three, four, three in games. But this is the first game where it looked like it when they were playing. Yeah. And I gotta say, we ran the experiment. I think experiment concluded. I don't think we got to do that formation anymore. I think we should stick with four, three, three. Well, first, first thoughts, when I saw the lineup with, with since Tyler Gibson kind of appeared to have taken a bit of a knock, which, um, yeah. which I was told um, after the match, he, I don't think it's anything too serious. So he should be back. Yeah, in but the it, was, it was a short recovery. So it's like, you're going to yeah. be a little conservative there, but yeah, but he was with him out and they put Ian Sawyer there, which I knew he, he, I know he's mainly primarily a center back, but I knew he could play that central defensive midfielder role. Yeah. So I thought we were going with that four, three, three, him kind of backfilling that Tyler Gibson sort of role, but yeah. I played mean, you pretty were, much that whole first half in a three, four, three looked like. To yeah. Me. You're, you know, you're right. Yeah. It was, uh, it was definitely a, a, a back three when, when I actually kind of met when the match kicked off and. Cause we for sure only had two people in the center of midfield. It was just um, uh, Napo and Corbin mm-hmm. in the midfield in that first half, which I think was a, seemed to me to be a big problem is that that because when you're switching from the 433 to the 343 basically what changes there is you're taking off a central midfielder and throw and putting him in the back line yep is the change and it definitely seems like maybe we could have used that third central midfielder to control i, I mean definitely it's that looked to me to be the difference between the first half and the second half is is mm-hmm. the ability to control the midfield oh i had. i agree and i i asked coach cruz about this after the match and you know i mean well first off you know i'm prompted like in his opening thing he, he took responsibility and accountability for like he just didn't like that that just tactics weren't right so he wasn't it wasn't knocking any of the player the players and he really owned up to that so i gave him kudos for that but um when i when i probed him a bit more on it um he was explaining that in, in Indy's previous matches, they had played against back three formations and struggled against that. So I think he thought, you know, the time was right. The, uh, the, yeah. To give that one a crack, but uh, you know, it's one of the things in hindsight with the, uh, with the congestion, the fixture might not have uh, been the best thing. And then, yeah. you know, who knows, well, maybe, I, maybe Indy was, was thinking that might happen. Yeah. I thought they might bring that out. So. And a positive is after halftime, they looked they went straight back to looking like their normal selves. Like that, oh. that second half was, was like the sort of soccer you expect. Yeah. So, um, play. so even, it's like the switch definitely turned real quick when they, when they made the change. And coach Cruz was very transparent that, uh, that Solaire's substitution at halftime, he was just a victim of that formation change. It wasn't yeah, necessarily that, that was, his you performance. Could see yep. What I was saying about the tactics, like literally we took off a, center back and, and put on a midfielder. <laughs> yeah, no. So it made sense for those who wasn't, wasn't clear on it. Wasn't, it wasn't that our new guy didn't do well. It was that, that that's just what had to happen to, to make the shape that he wanted. And again, like a like huge difference in the play. And part of it also like a little bit of me thinks that Indy was kind of okay. Escaping like with a one nil win or even a draw, which was the ultimate end result. Oh, Indy was and definitely play... playing for the draw. That, yeah. That, so I think half. part, I mean, that I'm a little, I, I still think our formation change was the bigger influencer of why we were better in the second half, but part of it might've been that they might've been a little, a uh, little less on the gas than the first half. Well, and like they ended up not getting 
but if you look at the um sofa score which i love has like a game flow oh i love that yeah and and if you look it is even like it's going back and forth between louisville and indy for that whole first half and then second half it's all louisville (laughs) like they definitely were in control that entire second half and i think they put themselves in the position to get that second goal um definitely definitely could have gotten the win there and like Indy had no chances in the second half, pretty much. Oh yeah, they were yeah they were they were shut down. I I think I'm still confident that Louisville City's the better team. It's just but they you know Indy came in they had a they had a a good game plan that worked for them and they were able to to squeeze out result and there was just uh, you know enough downplay for for Louisville City for them to to well, finally drop some points trying finally let one of us has goal. to bring it up maybe did get the second goal in the second half. <laughs> so here's here's it is it is as hard to tell as it could possibly be that there is no good angle of of it um even even if it even if we did could get video evidence it was extremely close like either way you can't reasonably expect for the referee to be able to catch and see that and confidently call it live and as much i would say like outside of having that bajillion dollar like goal line tracking technology to just call it instantly there's like there's no way a human could could decide for sure that was in or out yeah i know i I think we've brought this up before i talked to somebody about it but i one day i was curious like how much would it be to implement goal line technology like i know var probably has a whole host i don't want var I, I know. I want to yeah. specify the goal line technology is different than VAR. Yes. And I'm like, that can't be that bad, right? You know, they're basically what, like sensors, cameras, whatnot. It's like lot. it can't be too- It's like 15,000 a match. And I mean, maybe there's like cheaper versions of it, but it was. That honestly that- is cheaper than I was expecting. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah. It, I don't know. Like that's just. Like that's, I said, it doesn't come like up cheaper options. super often. And like, I think kudos to the indie defender who whose name I forgot, but like if he kicks that up and it hits the back half of the crossbar, it bounces in and there's no question. Like that was an incredible, whether or not the ball was actually across the line, that was incredible, an incredible clearance by him to actually get that backwards instead of kicking it further forward into the goal. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was close. You could maybe get a screenshot. Honestly, that we just looks... needed a little more on the header because it was moving very slowly inwards. Is is why Indy was able to save it off the line mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah, but so I don't. I mean, anyway, it's easy place to blame to say, on the ref. They for were that, putting but... themselves in position to win, like yeah. very easily in the multiverse. There's a version where where that hits like three centimeters further back on the top post and is a goal and Louisville gets three points out of that game. Yeah. And the, and the post-match interviews, all the guys were, were pretty much saying something to the effect of that. We felt we did enough to, in the second half to, yeah. to win that. If they had played the whole game, like they played in that second half, that wouldn't even have been close. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so, it, you know, it stinks. We tried that. We tried that formation change and, uh, well, and Indy, I mean, Indy was ready for it. And I mean, just on, you know, had a game Wednesday, had a game the previous Saturday. Like that, that's when you expect to see some personnel changes. And I think Tosh in the post-game interview made a very good comment when asking about like not starting the first two games and starting, uh, not starting the first few games and then starting here. He's like, we genuinely feel like we've got 25 players on the, on the roster who are starting 
caliber and oh, and yeah. any 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 combination of those 25 could start any game. I believe that. I was actually yeah. telling my seatmates something similar like that. I'm like, they could roll out a list of ele- any 11 names on that roster. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I could see that because, like, I, I have that much faith in all the guys on that roster. It's Which is, very, I think, going to be very beneficial, especially once the Open Cup games start being added in. Like, there's going to be a lot of short rest weeks. And I think that's going to be a very mm-hmm. – as the season gets longer and teams wear down, I think that's going to be an asset for the yeah. team. And I'm going to keep forward. saying it. I mean, like this is the deepest team I think we've ever had by, I think by a wide margin, like it's, it's crazy. The, the, the level yeah. of competition, this league is going up in Louisville city is, is, is doing all the right things to keep themselves still ahead of the pack. Still one of those upper tier teams in the league. Yeah. Well, I mean, and oh, there's still like, we want to win every game. They're still second in the overall standings right now. And in San Diego, who's ahead of them has played one more game. So mm-hmm. uh, like they're still sitting real good. They got it. They got a point out of it, even though they played the worst we've seen them play this season for the first half. So yeah. Um, yeah. A big test coming up next though. You know what? I, you know what I realized? What? So we didn't even talk about the Red Bulls two game. Oh, that happened. Yeah, they won two nothing. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, cards, I guess there's not suck. a ton to talk yeah. about that. Like, we were the better team. Great free kick at the end. It was fine. Like they took that, care but... of business. That's like that was, <laughs> was that funny. was the quintessential take care of business game. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think we expected the biggest storyline to that match was a short rest and b it was an away match, and neither of those seemed to be that big of a big of a problem. Yeah. So there we go clean that one up pretty nicely but the reason i was thinking about that is because we, uh, well, and we've got a pretty big road trip coming up right it's, yeah because it's like all road games for the next month or so isn't it so we play birmingham next on saturday which is a match i will be attending in person shout out to the lemels for allowing me to ride with them yeah. uh that, that wednesday we'll have a home match the open cup match against the chattanooga yeah. red Bulls. well it, it, we have a road trip in the league i mean yeah no i was getting yeah i'm getting to that and then after that it's uh, Loudon, San Diego Loyal, and Charleston Battery away. All Saturday matches, so no like midweek stuff there. But that yeah, San Diego matchup is going to be well. I mean, the Loudon one too, but the San Diego matchup is big because that's that's one and two in the league currently. Mm-hmm. So that will be um that that'll be that'll be a tough stretch. But you know, yeah. these things I think it'll be a lot schedule. harder for Landon to get tossed out at home. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that. That was a that was a classic <laughs> memory. But um, no. Well, going back, the reason I, I kind of realized that we forgot about the Red Bulls is I was thinking back that we made some predictions. And one of them is that in our first, uh, I thought I, I said we would get like nine points out of 12 in our first, um, our first, like what, four matches or so, Huh? which I mean, which uh, we got, what, 10? We got 10. Yeah, we so. got 10 of that. So, because I, I was expecting Miami and Indy to be a challenge. Miami ended up not really being one, but Indy despite their, their slow start on paper. Yeah. Push it back. And the other prediction I made, which I'm still feeling pretty proud about, is that I think that Ray Serrano was going to be one of the uh, key breakout players, which he got his first goal in, the, goal. Uh, in the Red yep. Bulls match. Not the prettiest in the world, but they all count the same. So. Hey, man. Just, just got across the line. Yeah. But he, I mean, he, he looks good, and it's he's going to be one of those players. The more time you give him, the better, you know, the better he's going to be, still developing and growing. So I'm feeling pretty pretty confident about those predictions, at least. And – Serrano, Ray Serrano was the player of the match on the um, score it. ratings. 
Yeah, so he, he earned it. And I mean, a good he, game all around. It wasn't just the goal. Yeah, he was look he was looking really dangerous. So I'm really uh really pleased with that performance. So but yeah, um next up, um, like we mentioned before, is the Birmingham Legion, whose start to life hasn't been that great. Because they yeah, after grew- a great season last year, a pretty slow start this year. Yeah, a little uncharacteristic. Um, you know, yeah. they they open up the season drawing to the Rowdies, which are I would argue is a good result. That's a good result, yeah. Yeah. But then they they lost to Tulsa three to one, who I think is probably a little better than people might have given them credit for at the beginning yeah. of the season, and then lost to the switchbacks, which I think they leveled up. So I, I guess in defense of the Legion, they've, they've yeah, switchbacks have more. had a very good start to the season. They, yeah. I I think in defense of the Legion, they've played some rather challenging teams. So while while it may look like they're not so great this season, just from this very early spectrum. It's probably not a fair assessment. They'll still, I'm sure there's yeah. still going to be a good challenge for Louisville I think city. It's safe to say that the Birmingham and El Paso have been the biggest surprises on the, on the bad side for the starting off this season. I think, yeah. I think everyone pretty much expected those two teams to have good years this year. And it's been a very <laughs> slow start for both. Yeah. So, you know, still a lot of time for things to shape, um, shake out. But, um, yeah, I, I, I have full confidence that Louisville City can can walk out of uh, – I got the name of their uh, of their new stadium. They moved to a new place. Oh, I didn't know they is. moved. So. Yeah, uh, across town. So, uh, it's a bigger venue. So I know there were, okay. a lot of, there were a lot of concerns about, like, the, the optics of it with, like, fans sitting in this big stadium with a lot of empty seats. Yeah, you but don't it's not want a, an oversized it's not a stadium. Yeah. It's not a dust bowl like the last one was, so. Anyway, I'll get to check it out. You don't want to, you don't want like an, an indie at Lucas Oil situation. Where oh, it's the like, lines. You the get lines. 15,000 for a game, which should be good. And it looks like it's completely empty. <laughs> yeah, man. Speaking of, uh, speaking of indie, I think we, I guess we, uh, you know, oh, credit where credit is due. They traveled pretty well. And it was, it was a fun atmosphere. You know, I never, I don't like hearing no way supporters cheer and stuff like that, but there was more noise and more stuff going on. It's just, hey, I like hearing back, like you like hearing the game to get loud in general so they, yeah. i think the games are always more fun when you've got like yep. a solid uh, away supporter section i agree we uh we hate them but i can respect what they do it's it's a lot better when they're in a section when you've got like random supporters like strewn about the stadium just shouting behind your head that's not as fun yep. they um and they like to put a lot of stock in winning the uh, noise making competition so <laughs> And they, I think they feel like they did pretty well in there. I'm like, whatever, let's let them have their little trophy for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll win on the pitch. We'll, we'll win things that matter. Yeah. But, uh, but we no, good, got, uh, but, and honestly, good, one more um, game good against them. them for the, for the season title. So yeah. Midweek game. That's a bummer. Uh, I mean, have they announced what is going on that weekend. They got it moved yet. No, okay. I don't think we know. Like they hinted that like something popped up on the schedule, but they still haven't actually, I, from what I've seen, they still hadn't announced what's going on that they had to move that yeah i don't know maybe a next round of like open cup match or something i don't know maybe i don't know so i mean indy isn't it's not an unreasonable away trip like i might do it and just like have a red bull for that next day at work we've gone up to that one before and that's a fun that's a fun away trip yeah so i mean that is probably the only team we play that's doable on a weeknight Mm -hmm. as far as a road trip goes so i guess like Silver lining there, I guess, ish. Yeah. Is that you if can any, do it? If, if you were wanting to go to any away game and it got rescheduled to midweek, Indy is the only one where that <laughs> that's mm. really doable. <laughs> yeah. 
So no. uh, that still weighs off. Like that's a little later down the down the schedule anyway. So got plenty of time to think that through. Yeah, got to focus on Birmingham Chattanooga first. Yep. Yep. So. All right, Zach. What are what else are we forgetting to talk about? Any other uh, breaking uh, breaking news that needs to be? I don't know. What are people addressed? complaining about online now? Um, that we your changed, prices went down. So we changed. Uh, everybody got Lipa, what they wanted. It seems we like. changed Lipa FC to the contest, but then changed it back because nobody was happy with the draw. <laughs> Wait, did we change it to the contest? I no, 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 no. We're not going to get. No, don't don't give that any credit. It's. It's a it's a whole internet. Thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a confusing name for the rivalry, so people don't go to the games. I think that was the logic I saw. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we scare people away. We would have been sold out if it wasn't for those goddamn Coopers. No one, no casuals even know the name of the things. Like one no way or ca- the other, no they, casual people cares. see the Indy is the close team and go to that game. No like, casual only... cares at all about that. I mean, I'll be no, transparent. No. <laughs> I don't like. I don't person like this. Gonna sound blessed. I don't personally care for the name but it's not nearly a big enough problem for me to even like, i mean here's remotely the thing. try to change it like uk uvl basketball huge rivalry no one cares about the name of that rivalry it's the rivalry that matters like, is there is there an official name for it there's they go all over the, like that's what i mean like it doesn't even really have an official name it's so like the name the name is not important with the rivalry <laughs> if it had a name i didn't know what it was like the rivalry with Cincinnati was great. I think sometimes people refer to that as the Dirty River Derby, but like that became the official name. No one cares what the name like the the rivalry is the rivalry. The name that their name is is yeah aside to that. I, again, like I said, like I wasn't personally huge on it myself, but like it's not a hill I'm trying to die on. Yeah. Also, not, team's not doing fine. Don't care that much. Yep. We led the league in attendance last season. We're doing we're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, just anyway. Yeah, it's no, been cold yeah. for two games. Don't freak yeah, out. That's, yeah, that's that's <laughs> give it that's, give it a, give it like midseason before we start to freak out. That's been the only drama is that there was more internal strife online um, compared to like bantering with the indie fans. The indie fans are quiet because I think they thought they were going to get uh, get whooped up on a little bit. Yeah, I mean they keep <laughs> they still wait. Let's see. Hold on. I was trying How's to poke they... the bear a little bit. I was I, I put out like a like a wrestling picture and i was and i put their logo upside down black and white like i was just trying to do little subtle jobs like head to head is still eight six and four so they got a hill to climb before (laughs) before that's even yeah and i mean you could you could argue that they kind of snuck out with uh with a point this this past match they did have a few other close calls i I want to give them credit i i think last year was much more of a sneaking away with a point than than this year i like they legitimately were the better team of the first half and deserved to be ahead at halftime. So I think credit to where credit's due. Like this was not a fluke game that the one, one draws was honestly like the fairest result you could have expected from the way that game went down. Yeah. But I think on paper, I think both sides will still agree that Louisville city is a stronger team. And so they, they, in some ways probably feel a little fortunate to got with it. If you're Indy, you're super happy to get a point on the road there. So, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing is to say they weren't, they weren't doing that much, uh, that much bantering beforehand. Cause I don't think they went to come right back at them, which is fair. I, I, I respect it. If I, if I knew, if I thought that I was going to get beat up on, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be talking crap either. So Are they playing at Carroll this year still. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. IUPUI or whatever yeah. the heck that we, college we... is. Yeah. Right by the zoo or whatever. Yeah. Same yeah. place. So. 
more okay. fun than Lucas Oil, I think. I am oh, I am really looking oh, yeah. forward to them getting their own stadium built. That's gonna be yeah, no, I, I I that's de- gonna make I want that that. Uh, that whole rivalry much better is when we're both playing in soccer specific stadiums yeah. that the team owns. I'm cheering them on getting a stadium as much as they are cheer- <laughs> cheering for that to happen. So because uh, I, I wanna go to cool I wanna go to cool new venues like yeah. that. I wanna I, and especially that's, if there's one so yeah. close. I'm all for it. So Hope they get their act together and get something happen in there. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I keep seeing little bits and pieces of progress on that. So I think they're moving forward with that. They'll have it eventually. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Any, anything else that we need to touch on or should we let these fine people move on to the next podcast in the queue? Sounds good. Well, we won't waste any more time talking about draws. <laughs> Well, we got, I think we, you know, still a lot of uh, soccer ahead of us this season, which I'm excited about. Um, yeah. You know, not the, not our favorite week in the world, but it also could, I guess, been a lot worse. Overall, still feel good about City this year. Yeah. Still looks like it's going to be a good season. I think racing still has a little hill to climb. We'll see. We'll see if they can get all the pieces together. There's, yeah. There's, I mean, they're still very early in their season. Yeah. So still a lot of time for that project to come together. So yeah. there is got to trust the tall man. He can make, he'll make it work. A very tall man. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you guys very much for, uh, for listening, for tuning in. Thank you to the state of Louisville as always for, for hosting this podcast. They have a lot of other fine selection of podcasts that you should uh, indulge yourself in. Take a look at. My name is uh, Benton. You can find me on Twitter at purple SDF. I have a website called vamosmaros.com. Please read my writing. And my name is Zach. You can find me on Twitter at Zach W. Allen. I do not have a soccer website. Nope. And any, uh, if you want to blame any of uh, any of racing's loss on him, that's where you hit him up at. Yep. I, I hit the team up. Tell me, I, I got to get them sweet seats. We're going to keep winning. Is that going to be the new, like, get Lance a window sign? Like, get, uh, <laughs> get Zach a box? Get Zach a box. I'm going to wheel you right in there. I'm sure the team would gladly sell me a box for however thousands of dollars it is. We'll start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> That's our next Angel Share project for you, Zach. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you. Take care, and we will catch you uh, next week. Talk about hopefully some wins. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer.
How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.